Good morning, gamers. This is the Gaming Reassemble Podcast, and I am your boss, Saucy. And as always, I am with my co-host, Super Saiyan Ginger. And we are back with the third episode of the Gaming Reassemble Podcast. So this week, we don't have a whole lot of news in terms of you guys. There was only one big thing that happened this week, and that was the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X slash S. That came out, and that took up literally 90% of the news things. But we've got a couple little small things that we're going to share for you guys and a couple little fun way to wrap this episode up. So to start it off, we have a very interesting topic <laughs> it's definitely a thing and it revolves around one of our i won't say favorite games but one of our most played games you can say what you want. it's a favorite game it's it's, 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 it's top five bro i have the yeah. best hours in it outside of anything on my pc so same same i like i that's why it's been like 80 i won't say 80 percent of my time but if i sit down on my computer i'm probably gonna play it at least one game but um league of legends their newest champion seraphine who is not great for the league lore. Not, not not for the game. She's good for the game, bad for the lore. But anyway, it's apparently Riot is looking at a lawsuit because someone is claiming that Seraphine was designed after her. Which, after reading the article and like her take on it and why she thinks Seraphine was designed after her, at best, not, at best, this seems like a reach to me. Um, basically, she's saying the character wears glasses, she has pink hair, and her name sounds similar, is her argument. Don't forget that um, she has a cat, and Seraphine has a cat. Very true. <laughs> very true. That's also part of her argument. So, and, and like, just when we look at those dots, you're just like, why would she ever assume this? Yada, yada, yada. But she has history with a Riot employee. Um, so she has, like, some merit to it, but after reading her article and after playing the game and I don't see the connection personally. I get where she's coming from. I, I feel like how it's easier to assume that someone who's similar to you can be based on you, but I don't think that that connection is valid personally. Do you, are you in agree with me or how you feeling, boss? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I think I think that is such a reach to assume that a League of Legends character is based off you. Based on a relatively four to six month quote unquote relationship with a Riot employee who Riot themselves, A, confirmed had no ties to any game development or character design slash the art team over at Riot. So he had no input there. And then on top of that, two to four months after the girl stated that the relationship was over that riot employee was either fired and or left i can't remember which one exactly but they were no longer there and that was at the beginning of 2018 so we'll put that in june july ish Mm -hmm. i think my master right there don't don't hold me to that sounds about six months to me yeah yeah so i just i just don't see it now if you Mm -hmm. actually like look up the article and read it i understand where she's coming from it's... Yeah, she looks kind of like Seraphine. I, I, I can see it. Yeah, she looks kind of like Seraphine. Yeah, but, but... I, can, I can Google pink hair and blue eyes, and boom, all the Seraphine everywhere. Google exactly. looks like Seraphine. <laughs> Facts. So, um, that's one of those things where it just has to. It's gonna. It's we're gonna see in court. But I think personally that Riot has not. They're definitely did not do this on purpose. 
Well, I feel like one person's effort isn't that isn't that big. And the, how how would you feel at the office if the dude walked in one day and he was like, guys, let's make a character based off my girlfriend. <laughs> I feel like everybody in the office would just look at you and be like, excuse me? <laughs> Moving on. No one's that <laughs> Moving on. Nobody is that special. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And like, so my thing with it is Riot works on these characters years in advance. Like mm-hmm. they were pre-planned before we even got wind of this character coming. And mm-hmm. so to say that a character that's been in development for roughly two years is based off you, I, I just find that hard to believe. I just Not to mention the time period that you're speaking of is a year after releases development has already been started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, you're, you're you're into the development. They're like, we're gonna redesign this character entirely to base it off this person. I mean, I guess that's just look wise. You know, you can have a character model in game without like full detail and stuff like that. But you're still a year into the character development already. I think they know what direction they're going in at that point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And like reading the article, it really just seems like the world's biggest coincidence that she yeah. is just kind of I don't want to say taking advantage of because by no way am I trying to like articulate that she's out of her rights here because like it is it's very coincidental It, I could be persuaded with a little bit more evidence that okay maybe this is the case but just mm-hmm. based off the article that the actual girl who's claiming Seraphine's based off of mm-hmm. actually wrote I just don't see it it's like I said it just seems like a big coincidence Exactly. She said, so if we take a picture on the beach, I take a picture on the beach. We're the same. <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're gonna let that play out in court. But as of this exact moment, I am not on your side. Well, actually the girl's lawyer actually reached out to Riot, like with the lawsuit papers, and Riot mm-hmm. responded with evidence of how it's not her. And mm-hmm. her lawyer hasn't replied back to Riot. So that's um, good for good for right. Very good for right. Very bad for your case. Yeah, absolutely. But of course, she's not going to say that part of anything. Exactly. Which is that's why she went public with all of this. True, because you can't really go public with case information while it's big court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of important. <laughs> kind of important. Um, so that's. I feel like that's we've covered that topic enough. We can move past her her legal issues we're gonna move over to more legal issues <laughs> and you want to take this one away mr mr super saiyan ginger yeah so ubisoft recently went under a lockdown due to supposed um i don't even really know what to call this it was, it was a, a hostage, hostage yeah it was a hostage situation quote unquote and it was taken very seriously police ended up showing up needless to say they later ubisoft later learned that it was actually one of their employees within that office that called the police reporting the hostage situation which didn't even actually happen no hostage turns out (laughs) so i don't know what ubisoft is do it over there to their employees or what kind of hours they're working right now but to have your own employee call in on your company like who 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 denied this man a promotion 
Thanks, bro. Who told what? this man he was getting his way? Who told who, this man he was getting his who way? Shit in this man's Cheerios that morning. To this man was gonna delay by Holloway. He said, "Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. We're not gonna delay anything. I'm out this thing." Nine one one. Yes, I mean, like, the Ubisoft headquarters went in full lockdown. Police came, like, did a whole search, couldn't find anybody. Yeah, just to find out it was one of their employees who staged the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Ubisoft. On a row. <laughs> Gotta start the week with some fun stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but staying in the realm of Ubisoft, we have another thing. Recently, Ubisoft recently switched over from Uplay to this new thing called Ubisoft Connect. Now, with this new Ubisoft Connect... Unfortunately, they're getting away with, they're doing away with achievements for PC gamers. So you're no longer to get that really satisfying notification of, bang, you just did this in game at the top of your screen and at the bottom of your screen or wherever you get it at. Maybe this is where the hostage situation was called. <laughs> so I got rid of my achievements. I am done. I am done. He had to get one done. last one in before he left. Thanks. She said, "Do it for the one time." Now you got rid of my department. She said, "This I gotta keep me here now. Gotta keep me here now." Yeah, but I mean, like, like grand scheme, though, like honestly, I've never been an achievement hunter. I understand people people out there do that but like i've been asked before like if i consider achievements like in-game content no i don't because if it was in-game content i wouldn't be getting rewarded from it by the client or console i'm playing i would be getting rewarded for it by the game itself if that makes sense makes very sense to me so yeah i don't consider it content therefore i don't care about it yeah i don't i've never been one to hunt for achievements you know um Getting all the achievements isn't going to prevent me from getting max level. Mm-hmm. Getting all the achievements is not going to prevent me from getting anything in game. Um, so why do I have to get all the achievements? You know, like maybe every once in a while a game would be like, hey, if you unlock all the achievements, you get this. But that this is never really worth it, That's, in my opinion. I, I agree. So I'm not really too upset about it. You know, I like I do like seeing the notification pop up whenever every time I do get an achievement. You know, I do like seeing it. But other than that, yeah, it's it's one less thing to worry about, I guess. A little bit less place to take up. I mean, I can't even say I enjoy seeing it, because I don't even know what I'm doing to earn the achievement to begin with, because I don't look at it. <laughs> true, 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 true. They're just going to pop up whenever I need your boss, or whenever I need some big. <laughs> it's, it's typically when I'm just messing around doing stuff that it's like, achievement received, and I'm just like, what what did I do? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I was I was trying to think of a really odd achievement from back in the G, but I don't I can't even think of one. I was gonna be Call of Duty related Call of Duty related, but I literally can't think of one Call of Duty achievement. Well we can even just talk recently, like when we were playing Godfall, we were just okay. killing ads, free farming, and then all of a sudden I got an achievement for Shield Captain or something like that, and I was mm-hmm. just completely random out of the blue didn't even know it was a thing and i looked at it thing. and i said dismiss because i don't care <laughs> true, true, true. moving on with my game moving on with my game so yeah like the lack of achievements isn't going to be a huge deal but a lot of people are going to shed a lot of manly tears over this and i understand yeah like i completely understand the people that do out there and do that it just doesn't affect me personally facts facts um and Good old, after Ubisoft, we have another game developer, a uh, game 
would it be developer studio or would it, yeah a game studio a game studio that's a, well they're Sony's acquiring another studio. <laughs> Sony's acquiring another studio. Sony is going to be is looking into be acquiring Blue Point Games, who is made who was recently they made the Demon Souls remake, and before that they worked on Shadow of Colossus as well as Uncharted games as well. So this is a tried and true Sony company, but it looks like Sony is officially pulling the trigger and buying this company. Which, which you know, after the success of Uncharted series, I'm surprised that hasn't already been a thing. Uh, I agree with that 100%. And uh, that, but at the same time, it does kind of make sense. They wanted to give them a chance to like spread their wings and work on like new things outside of Sony. So that makes sense. But I feel like at this point, with you having done the Demon Souls remake and all that stuff, I feel like you're committed at this point. They want you on for the PS5. They want whatever you work on next to be a PS5 exclusive, which I think is a big thing for Sony right now. Is getting as many exclusives as possible. I think that's always been a big thing for Sony, though. Like unlike Xbox, Sony has always been you don't you don't get our console because it's the better console. You get our console because we have the better games. Mm-hmm. Every time. So now this is like moment they're the only console with games. <laughs> That's not a shot at Xbox, it's a praise to Sony. Hey, I mean it's an unintentional shot at Xbox, but the only person you can be mad at there is Microsoft, like X, bro. I'm not part of the marketing team. I don't know who's part of the marketing team over there. It's kind of the side, like, who who over there was like, we should release a console with no game. That's a great idea. Even like, those loading times in GTA 5, though. <laughs> those load times on GTA 5, bro. GTA 5 has been out since the PlayStation 3. And you know what? It's never loaded faster. <laughs> never looked better either. True. <laughs> They said 60 frames per second GCA, let's get it. <laughs> Bro, I don't I don't see how you can spend how many years between the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 5? Like 15, 12, 12 to 15, some somewhere in that area. It's played the same game for 12 years, bro. I play League of Legends a lot, bro. League of Legends is 10 years old. I've been playing League for three years now. I cannot imagine playing League for 12 years, bro. <laughs> For 12 years. But nah. Like, even the difference there is that, like, League gets updated regularly. What does GTA 5 get updated with? Like, they're online? Yeah, they just um, they had the really big uh, casino update last year. That was huge. You can go and gamble in fake life. <laughs> true. True. And so, um, I was listening to another guy, and he described GTA 5 literally perfectly. It's a game with everything, but it does nothing particularly well. Yep. You can do any, if you can think of it, or you can do it in any other game, you can probably do it in GTA 5 if you put the time in to make, make the game mode or whatever. You can, there's literally everything in GTA 5, but there's no good versions of anything in GTA 5. You know, there's a bad gambling experience, there's an okay driving experience, you know, there's an okay shooting experience, there's an okay story, you know, it's it's all okay. It's a, it's good enough the way you want to do it once or twice or a couple hundred times, apparently, but not good enough for me to be like, it's the best at this. So yeah. that's GTA. Yeah, but I mean, we, we play GTA 5 to fill out our wildest fantasies that we can't do in our lives, so... I mean, exactly. It makes sense to be a master of none, but do everything mediocrely, because mm. that's pretty yeah. much how everybody goes about life. So, 
Yeah, they just want to give it a shot. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So shout out to GTA. <laughs> Let's get back on the topic. <laughs> Let's get back on the topic here. Let's drive this shit back onto the road now. We're well, good. If we're getting back on topic here. The Dead by Daylight creators are working on a new game series with no actual information released. Yeah, so all we know is it's new and it's about the people that made Dead by Daylight. There was an interview release where they were talking about, like, you know, what's the direction for the studio, yada, yada, yada. Is it Dead by Daylight 2? Is it something new? And he was like, it's something new. We're not, unfortunately, every time they bring up Dead by Daylight 2, the, everybody's just like, ha, that's a fun joke. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and so they we're definitely getting something new now, but we don't know exactly what direction they want to head in with this, which I think is a great idea. Because I think that the success of that game. I feel like it's only right for them to try to spread their wings and try something more ambitious, something maybe for a wider audience. Um, now if the studio has something really good under the belt, I have a lot more confidence in them. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to see what they do next. I absolutely agree with that. Like, don't take this the wrong way because done well, they're good. But I hate <laughs> game sequels. I am not the biggest fan of game sequels. Now, granted, I will praise the Uncharted series all the way up till about three. God of War. <clears throat> and God of Okay. <clears throat> God of War though is like the one exception to my own rule. <laughs> God like every single one of those games is flawless. But yep. I'm not gonna get into why that is, just God of War is an exception. But like even the Uncharted series, one and two was probably the best of the franchise. Hands mm-hmm. down, which I'll take, yeah, that. I'll take it. I'll take it. Like that came out back in, I don't know. I want to say twenty fifteen. Yeah, I want to say twenty fifteen because it was when it was when um the same time Arkham City, Infamous Two, and all those games released. And, it's wild. Yeah, it was a while ago. But like, I expected that game to be bad just based off how much I enjoyed Uncharted One. Uh huh. And just the longer you continue on game series, it's basically what i'm trying to get at it's the worst they're gonna get sure yep. in uncharted's case or in any franchise's case you may get it to where the second or third game might be the best of the franchise but once you hit that point done no it's better yeah i mean, sure, I mean look, look at halo no look games. at uncharted now like mm-hmm. i always say no more than three games after three games it's just like um you don't really have anything new to add to the story or gameplay so I feel like after three games, it's a good hard stopping place. I feel like uh, for most games, it goes the first one's really good, the second one is generally better than the first one, and the third one is a toss up. It's either the third one is really, really, really good or worse than the first one. Yep, hundred percent. And so, so I feel like the first two are always a good good idea because you can always get the first one and be like, "Cool, we can improve on this one for the second one." But once you get that second one, it's hard to go upward from there. Yeah, if you can't take what you've already built with the first two games and build something greater with the third one you shouldn't even try and try and make it regardless if you even leave the second game open on a cliffhanger so there could be another story if you can't if you can't if, re- if there aren't any new mechanics exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And that's what kills when you when i have the same mechanics in the third games i did the first game five years ago i feel like that's the issue mm-hmm so that's that's my opinion on trilogies. Yeah. So, so I like that's why I'm excited to see the studio do something new and not make a continuation of the game. Mm-hmm. Same, same. 
And after that, we have a little more PS5 news. Not not the good kind now. This company called Dbrand was selling pre-orders for PS5 skins, so you could turn your PS5 to like a black one, get like a black skin for it. I don't know what other option they had on this website, but I know for sure they had a black one. And that's what the, that was like their main selling point. Um, but they canceled all the pre-orders because they can't quite get it to fit on the PS5 perfectly. So the issue is they always have like white space. You could always 100% see the white space and that was their issue. So they canceled all the PS5 pre-orders for it. Which does suck for PS5 owners. But I don't get how you can't make a skin for it personally. I'd agree with that. Like even if you had to release a bigger sheet of or a bigger skin size and then have mm-hmm. the person who bought it cut it down yep. to scale that was my why, why can't that be a thing mm-hmm. or just like let, let them have that little extra sort of folds around a little edge you know so they can actually cover up that white edge you know the part that'll stick out that like half centimeter or whatever mm-hmm. you know I feel like that's a really easy thing to do but you know I'm not the one who makes the skins maybe I'm missing something in the skin making process that are, there's just something I don't know about you know it's, it's that hard to get dimensions of a PlayStation 5 I guess I mean what it could be is the fact that they couldn't get the inside of the side panels covered in a skin so it's all one color because mm-hmm. if you just put the skin on the outside you're still going to have the black but with the white insides and mm-hmm. then that's just going to look like a weird ass Oreo but isn't, isn't the middle of the PlayStation 5 black, right? The middle's black. Yeah, but if you can't skin the inside of the side panels... So you mean, like, underneath, like, where it hangs over? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. When it's laying down, that could be really easy issue because you can still see the white, like, yeah, inside. exactly. Okay. I Stand, standing up, I could, like, see it being less of an issue. I mean, you'd still see the white regardless. I was but, thinking yeah. horizontal. Like, if you lay it down, but, like, when you're looking down on it, you see that, like, one white part. Yeah, I mean so, that would that would go whether it's horizontal or vertical. Though. You're you're mm-hmm. still seeing a white part if they can't get the inside of the faceplate skin, mm-hmm. which Not I could agree. definitely see because the the PS5 shaped weird. Granted, so aesthetically weird. I like it, but mm-hmm. I totally understand if somebody's trying to make a skin for it, how frustrating that could probably be. Mm-hmm. And and my thing is my second argument, my counter argument to like the seeing how hard it is. I feel like they come off right. The faceplates come off fully right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if, I feel like you could just skin both sides. Would that not be an option? I don't know if that would make it so you can't put it back on, but if you could skin both sides, have like perforations for like the, wherever the attachment is. Well, so yeah, just, I mean, you just have the little cutouts for where the wherever the hooks are. I don't know how the faceplate attaches, but exactly. But I, there's, I, there's I feel like that's doable. You just fully skin both sides. Yeah, no, that's that's the thousand I keep play there. I know what we gotta do, coach. <laughs> I know we gotta do. Okay, this I'm is a copyrighted idea. I'm not, nope, it's already in motion. We didn't say it. We didn't say it. It's already in motion. By the time you're hearing this, the copyright's out. So just give, give it up. Give it up. Mm-hmm. Already taken. Already wait, taken. Wait, 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 wait. There's one small problem. Okay. How do we get a PS5 to practice getting it? You're talking about the hard parts here. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the hard parts here. I'm sorry, we only deal with hypotheticals. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetical only. <laughs> you know, I thought that was the best way to live life. Now I know. Now I understand. You gotta have those cold hard facts, bro. We can't Not make a skin if we don't know the dimensions. <laughs> facts. Facts. But, um, do you want to handle our next topic, Mr. Super Saiyan Ginger? 
hopping off the console train and the skins. Mm. We're actually moving over to the mobile side of gaming and talking about Pokemon Go and how they mm. are well, I want to say introducing, but they're actually testing out long distance trading up to seven and a half miles, which mm -hmm. considering it's an internet phone game, I don't See what I, I can do. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought I thought that I could have traded with anybody anywhere, but apparently I was mistaken as somebody who doesn't play the game. Yep. <laughs> I thought I thought this whole time that I could just trade with I could, I could play the game, get my mind traded if I wanted to, you know, but apparently not. I had to do like the old school hardwire. I don't know how they did trading before. And it was it was always in the game. I just don't know how they did it before. It was definitely not like wireless wifi trading. And I don't know why that wasn't a thing. But now they're trying it out, and I don't see why this wouldn't go through. The only they thing I could think is because Pokemon Go is supposed to get you out and exploring the world, is that they didn't mm -hmm. want to offer like a long-range trading or long-distance trading because they want you to actually go visit those places and capture the Pokemon yourself, whereas this encourages people to just stay within their area. But truth be told, everybody playing the game is staying within their area anyway. So unless you're that yeah. one dude in like the first couple months of the game who traveled all the way around the world and caught everything. <laughs> right? Shout out to that guy, bro. He had way too much free time on his hands. <laughs> but like, hey, you know, you got the resources and downside I get to see the world. Right. Rip. Yeah. So that but I was I was literally just about to ask, when's the last time you seen someone out Pokemon going? Physically, like that was their plan. This is the reason I'm out for today. So I'm Pokemon going. Well, I think I see it like with people I follow on Twitter. I see them posting that they're out Pokemon going. But me personally, well, I mean everybody these days is if you're out and about and you're by yourself or maybe even like with friends, you're on your phone anyway. So how the hell am I supposed to know you're playing Pokemon Go? Exactly. I will it, say at work, I do see a lot of people coming through that play Pokemon Go. Cause my, cause conveniently my stain is a Pokemon stop. Okay. <laughs> so I can see a lot of people playing Pokemon Go keeps coming through. Yeah, like how it's advertised with raids and stuff in their commercials is I do not see flocks of 50 to 100 people even before mm. COVID around a raid trying to catch the Lugia or whatever event <laughs> Pokemon's out. Like I've never seen that in real life. And I would personally honestly really like to. <laughs> that, right? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, stuff. I just think that'd be cool. I'd probably like download it and hop now. in. Like, why not? Right? Let's see what, what's the worst that can happen. I'm missing new people. Bro, no. Lord <laughs> yeah. friends. Oh, facts. My old roommate uh, used to Pokemon Go a lot. He would actually physically go out Pokemon Go. And, and that's the only time I've ever known someone to actually go out and do it. But he had a very niche friend group. <laughs> so they would always do it together. Me and my friend um, from high school, when I came back from college, used to play Pokemon Go. And what we would do is we wouldn't actually go out and explore mm -hmm. in the traditional sense. We would take mm -hmm. turns driving from point A to point B really slowly <laughs> and catch the Pokemon from the car. <laughs> Seems legit. Seems very first world. Yep. That, that's how we played Pokemon Go. I, I like that play. Because like, if you go for like 5 or 10 miles an hour or something like that, <laughs> it's like, whoa, you're going way too fast, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So shout out to Pokemon Go. It inspired the Pokemon trainer and literally the entire world. I, I was not expecting it to be the massive success that it is, but all the power to um I forget that company. Is it like Nintec? I think. Oh, oh it is it, Niantic. I'm literally Niantic, looking at it. that's what it is, yeah. Niantic. 
Yeah, shout out to Niantic. It's a banger. <laughs> Facts. And hopefully, but, long distance um, trading works out for him. I agree. I, I feel like there's no... The only thing that could be an issue is it takes up way too much bandwidth, and that's like... Alright, I guess you can do it then. <laughs> but that's like the only thing I can see stopping them. True. But, you know, I think the game's gonna be great. I think it's gonna only continue to have great updates in the future. All good things for Pokemon Go. All your, Pokemon Go has my blessings. <laughs> 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 but, on to another game who hasn't had my blessings in a few years... Good old Destiny 2. They recently announced that they will not be doing Trials of Osiris until November 27th. So we have two more weeks of no trials because they ran into a, I'm not going to say game breaking bug, but a game that impacts, that negatively impacts the competitive integrity of trials. So they have to fix that. And their goal is to have it fixed within two weeks. So I don't. I mean, the only people that really impact to the sweats out there. What do you said the sweats? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the people who get paid to do carries. So, other than that, I feel like... And, and, and so it's paid to do carries and sweaties and sweats, literally the same box. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you don't go in the same box. If you're sweaty enough to try to get a flawless card, you're sweat. If you're sweaty enough to give other people flawless cards, bro, you're in the 1% of sweat. That means you're getting up to 1v3 sweaty people by yourself. <laughs> Alright, bro. You're a professional. I get it. That is that is dripping in the wrong sense. Dripping in the wrong sense. I said that's back sweat. Yeah, that, we don't need that, bro. Listen, uh, I, no cards. No my, my advice to you is take the backpack off. <laughs> Go outside. Carry some people in real life. I don't know. Do something. <laughs> something besides even pick up another game. But backpack off. Backpack off for just a little bit. Yeah, but uh, I mean, without playing Destiny, well, the Beyond Light expansion, I should say. I don't really. Mm-hmm. I don't see this as a big deal. Mm-mm, I don't think so either. And it I also, yeah, and I just think there's too much new content out that people are like. Oh my god, we need trials right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of people still aren't raid ready. And the raid comes out next week, I'm pretty pretty sure. And a lot of people still are getting to that point. So I feel like that's that's everybody's main focus at the moment is being ready for the raid. Which I think is I feel I feel like Destiny has the raid system down the best out of any looter shooter at the moment. Personally. Just wait for Avengers, bro. All right, bro. You have a lot of faith in this Avengers raid, bro. <laughs> you have way more faith than I do. When are we going to see this raid? March of next year? Yeah, probably November next year. November next year? All right, cool, cool. Right, right, right around the same time the Call of Duty comes out, they're going to have so many players to choose from? Nah, not the new Call of Duty, bro. That'll be when Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk drops as well. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> because apparently, you know, we don't deal in rumors anymore. So we're just gonna put that to the side. <laughs> we don't deal in rumors anymore, so we're just gonna put that to the side. Yeah, we're not once. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like taking L's, bro. L's are for the week. I don't like that. But yeah, no. I mean, I definitely agree with your statement that Destiny has the rating down. Mm-hmm. There is like, not another game that can do it better than Destiny so far. I, yeah, 
Until something proves us wrong, it's definitely destiny. Who do knows? Godfall's gonna come out with a raid and it's gonna be absolutely flawless. Fingers crossed, hopefully. Yeah, that's a, that's a hopefully. Mm-hmm. But we have one last topic less than our least, and as our resident PlayStation expert, I think you should handle this one. So Ghost of Tsushima, wow, I always mess that up. Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> That's why I call it Ghost. <laughs> yep, Ghost of Tsushima is the fastest selling first party original PlayStation 4 game, selling 5 million copies since July. Which, truth be told, I forgot that game came out this year. Really? I, I'm not uh, gonna lie, it's just... Bro, this has just been one of so those much years. Here. Yeah, it's just been a long year. And so, I, if you asked me when Tsushima came out, it would have been last year, like late 2019. Mm-hmm. That, that, that first when I was thinking about, um, like, for our topic later, we're going to be talking about Game Awards just a little bit. Um, when I was thinking about, like, you know, for the game of the year, I was like, Ghost of Tsushima came out after the cutoff last year. Like, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Nope, came out in July. That's five months ago. <laughs> it came out five months ago. <laughs> That's not a long time, bro. That's not long enough to forget about it. <laughs> so that's wild. And it's selling a million copies a month, bro. That's absolute nutty. Yeah, no, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Gosashima. I tip my hat to you. But listen, bro, you know those PS, those PlayStation exclusive games are just both true. Bro, every single time, dog. Every, I Everyone. If you if get a PlayStation, get a, just do it, just just do it, just get a PlayStation. That's all. I, get a PlayStation, and if it says PlayStation exclusive, get it. <laughs> that's that's my recommendation. That's my guaranteed. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm feeling right about this moment. Cause uh, even have, with the Spider-Man game, cause exclusives always heat, always heat, <laughs> always heat. Listen, like I get it, Halo fans out there. It's a great game. I understand, but we have God of War. <laughs> Sorry, Master Slack. Chief. Kratos wins, dog. You can one me one. You can say you can say one me one me. I'm pretty sure Kratos still wins. Kratos is a god. He's a literal god. <laughs> Master Chief is a man in a suit. Facts. It's a suit. It's a it's a super suit. I get it. It's super suit does not make you god. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can want me when Kratos if you want to, <laughs> but spectacular. Piss off. Nope, not at all. But yeah, so Ghost of Tsushima. Sushi Ghost selling. <laughs> Sushi Ghost. <laughs> it's it's selling copies. It's definitely. It was a, it was never a sleeper at any point. But it's a banger for sure. Low-key, when it first came out, I'm not even going to front. I slept on it. I was like, eh, I'm not, like, super, super into the game. And then the shit blew up. And then I started watching it. And I was like, okay, this game's actually lit. Yeah. I actually thought about getting a PlayStation 4 just for Ghost. When it, like, when, um, because I wanted to play it before. And then I saw the gameplay and I was like, yo. <laughs> yo. But then I thought about it and I was like, what's, what's literally the point of that if I'm just going to play Ghost? That doesn't make sense. It's not a rational idea. I can play 2K, I guess, but I don't want to play 2K. I'm not going to buy a console to play 2K. I'm not going to buy a console to play 2K. I'm not that person. 
so I refrained from getting a PlayStation for Ghost. But yeah, I was really excited to play Ghost. Got to like I still haven't played Ghost actually because I'm not a PlayStation person. Um, but every every single I every every exclusive I'm become more and more on the PlayStation hype train. If that makes sense, dude. PlayStation is just a place to game. Yes. In luckily, luckily you now get the benefit of PlayStation releasing their exclusives eventually to PC. Mm-hmm. So we'll, yeah. we'll get Ghost eventually. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, fingers it's a crossed. Of time. Hopefully, fingers crossed before PlayStation Five happen. <laughs> but moving on to uh, that actually wraps up our little tidbit section. I lied. We have one more tidbit to talk about. One more little tiny thing that we got to squeeze in there at the very end, and it is good old Twitch. <laughs> Good old Twitch, everybody's favorite slash least favorite streaming site. Um, they have recently been plagued with DMCA strikes for all their content creators, and they have finally spoken out and told their content creators like what they should do about all these DMCA strikes. And their solution: mute the game. Just, just mute the game. That's that's our solution for you. We're not gonna try to protect you or like try to figure out a way to get this solved. You the game. That doesn't ruin the experience or anything like that. Not at all. Meet the game. <laughs> and so as you could probably tell, a lot of content creators are not happy about it. So I can't <laughs> listen to music in my streams that's licensed, and I can't play licensed games in my streams. Yep. So shout out to the people in the just chatting section. Y'all have been doing it right since day one. <laughs> Facts, bro. Facts. Uh, shout out to that one guy. Like that one guy said, bro, streamers should be paying developers to stream their games. Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure, coach. <laughs> we're, we're not the reason you get sales, but yeah. <laughs> Facts. Whatever. We're not showing off your product or anything like that. Who needs to show off their product, bro? Showing our product doesn't buy you sales. That's why Instagram has a shop tab. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, I've never been a fan of Twitch in general. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited when Mixer came out and actually moved from Twitch over to Mixer. And then Mixer mm-hmm. shut down and I got sad again. No. It's just like, Twitch doesn't care. Nope. Twitch doesn't care about anything, and this proves that. Yes. Um, the fact that Twitch is, I don't know how many years old it is at this exact moment, there's still no agor- algorithm for new content creators. None whatsoever. That's Well, that's not technically true. That's not technically true. On Twitch, okay. yes, 100%. There is no algorithm yeah. for new content creators. But yeah. the algorithm for new content creators is Twitter. If you're trying to grow on Twitch as a new content creator, just go somewhere else. <laughs> Twitter. Yes. Do it. Mm-hmm. I know that doesn't pertain to what we were talking about, but as somebody who's grown a pretty large following when I streamed, do it on Twitter. Twitter and Discord. Yep. Do it. Mm-hmm. Because Twitch does not care about you. Not even a little bit. Until you start making them money, they don't give two shits about you. <laughs> and then even when you start making the money, it has to be a lot of it. Yeah. But hey, once you, once you get into the like top five percent of creators, you can do anything you want on Twitch. Yep. yep. Twitch, yep. Tw- Twitch becomes your sandbox. You're good. 
Mm-hmm. And then they start giving you free things, and that's a pretty good place to be. Like, I don't know if you saw the whole Pokemon thing that they did last weekend. Or that was this week. Um, Pokemon. Uh, I was watching another stream, and some, they were talking about it. Um, they, they went out to, like, Pokemon and these two other streamers' houses and gave them, like, full backyard, like, spa with all these Twitch things and, like, all this super dope stuff in their backyard for them. Why? But it's Twitch. And it's and the favorites. Twitch favorites, right? Do I get a pool party Pokemon stream? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the point of this was. Absolutely yeah, yeah, not. Like, like, well, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why they did that. Listen, but they so did. instead of paying for their content creators to actually be able to play the games for the content on their platform about playing games, they give streamers all their money. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Seems legit to me. Uh, like... <laughs> I, I, like I said, I've never been a fan of Twitch. I'm personally not a fan of YouTube either, but that's a different topic for a different time. Better, better for growing. I mean, yeah, but the algorithm's still messed up. The I feel like the censorship on YouTube was screwed. It, it, it until they started censoring everything and forcing people. Well, until they started removing uncensored content from the algorithm, it was fine. Mm-hmm. When they started removing uncensored content from the algorithm, it was fucked. I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and then with that, we can close up our little tidbit section. Book club. I didn't think we were going to make it through those tangents, man. <laughs> anyway, with the tidbits being wrapped up, we're actually going to change up our topics for this week and actually just do some overviews over all of the games that have released alongside the new consoles. Because, honestly, there's not a lot of updates going on to previously released games. There's not a whole lot of speculation on new games coming out. All the hype right now is around consoles and the games that released with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, first up, we're discussing the new Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I have not personally played, but I have heard really good things about. Um, personal opinion on the Valhalla... If you like Assassin's Creed, if you like Odyssey before Valhalla, go for it. Um, if not, I would say wait wait for a price drop because it is going to happen. It's one of those games where you're not pressed to play it, in my opinion. One hundred percent. From what I've heard, is it's in a sense not a true Assassin's Creed game as you're playing as Vikings and not actual mm-hmm. as the assassins. The assassins mm-hmm. are supplying all the Vikings with their supplies and vikings just you know go out and do viking shit which cool but again assassin's creed is one of those games where the franchise has just gone on too long yes they i know that they completely revamped the franchise and they tried to go in a different direction with it when they um with the with the origins i think Mm -hmm. but just remove the assassin's creed from the name and just make a viking game just remove the Assassin's Creed from the title and make an Egyptian mythology game, you know? That's that's how I see it. <laughs> if they had just done that instead of going Origins style, I feel like it'd be better. But I, at the same time, I understand that you need the Assassin's Creed part of it to sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Assassin's, Assassin's Creed is basically Ubisoft's Call of Duty. That's, yes. That's all it is at this point. And but I respect it. And like I said, I've heard good things about the game, but like... It's an Assassin's Creed game. Yep. This um, is it's the same game reskinned. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. I was gonna say, um, how many Call of Duties Ubisoft have? Because they also have uh, Ghost Recon. Which, same ballpark. They release those every few years. <laughs> and it just keeps coming back. Wildlands. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> they also have Ghost Recon. So they have two Call of Duties. <laughs> And if you, if you, I would take it before rank, they got rid of Tom Clancy. I could have said Tom Clancy was another one that they had around for forever. But you know, it's, they got some Call of Duty's at Ubisoft. <laughs> they got some stuff hot in their back pocket if they wanted to pull it out. That's true. I just, I don't know. Like, I just don't understand the push for Assassin's Creed still. Um, it's more the fact that they want a true RPG and. Assassin's Creed is a true RPG that you can dump hours, hundreds of hours into now. So I feel like that satisfies a lot of people's urge for an RPG. Just so that's why they do it. There are, for sure. But now, when I mean, you don't like you don't got a choice. I mean, I've seen Valhalla play it, and like, don't get me wrong, the graphics look absolutely amazing, but all games graphics that we're going to be talking about do. Look amazing. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to... I, I applaud Ubisoft for releasing an, a game that's not broken. That's always a win, especially nowadays. <laughs> always a win. Round but other off. than that, I I have... If you love... So, Final, Final Verdict, if you love Assassin's Creed, get the game. If you're on the fence about it, wait for the price drop. I'm going to say if you loved Odyssey, get Valhalla. Yes. If you yes. didn't like Odyssey, just stay away from Valhalla. Yep, yep, yep. That, that part, that part, that part. Like Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> um our next game our next game that came out this week is call of duty because conveniently we were just talking about it good old cold war came out this year yeah i ain't well, gonna play this game oh, <laughs> I, gonna not, not I tried to use the uh, ubisoft call of duty <laughs> like assassin's creed being ubisoft's call of duty as a transition into this but then we kept going on assassin's creed so i was like i don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got focused on this is what we stop calling the, and I was like, they have multiple. <laughs> he said, but wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> Literally, but uh, yes, Call of Duty came out. Yay for Call of Duty. Yeah, okay, never mind. Coop, coop, coop. No Call of Duty. I mean, it's so Call of Duty, bro. It's Call yep. of Duty. Am I gonna play this game? Absolutely not. Am I gonna think about playing this game? Absolutely not. <laughs> When the points on new Call of Duty, yes, zombies, yes, and they brought back prestiges. Ooh, so you can put more hours in your Call of Duty, right? Right. How big is the game? One hundred thirty gigs. Yeah, roughly. If you download it on console, I mean, same for PC as well. But you know, well, when you only have one hundred and sixty gigs of my PlayStation and one hundred and thirty of them go to Call of Duty, fat chunk. You have six hundred gigs. Should assume we were talking PS5. You picked up yeah, the yeah. PS5. You got 620-something gigs yeah. to deal with. Nice. Congrats. And, and a whole 30 of those went to... 20% Call of Duty. <laughs> Let's be real. 20% of that went to Call of Duty. The other 20% went to Miles Morales. Probably mm-hmm. the Ultimate Edition, which took yeah. up another 150 gigabytes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Congrats. You wasted half your storage space on Call of Duty. Feels good. Well, that's before the updates, by the way. That's before the updates. Let the update, let them updates start rolling in. This can take up all of it. <laughs> I would never play another Call of Duty because of what Modern Warfare did. And I understand it's a different developer. 
there's nothing you could say that would get me back on the Call of Duty hype train. If, if all my homies hopped on Warzone today, right now, at this exact moment, and they were like, hop on Warzone, and we're assuming it's the Cold War Warzone, new one, and, and we're assuming it's still free, I still wouldn't play. I'd still be sending them clips from my Apex games. Right? I, I play Apex, I play Godfall, I would play more League of Legends and rip my hair out <laughs> before I hopped on Call of Duty. <laughs> um, good. <laughs> I'm big chilling on that franchise. Just like Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty's another franchise. I understand it will never go away, but it needs to. I understand that people still enjoy that style of game. I, I'm fine with that. Um, I feel like Call of Duty is more around because there's no one else to fill that niche. There's not another game that can fill that niche just yeah. yet. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. Um, but it doesn't make the game good by any means. Listen, if y'all want a truly good first-person shooter, go play Titanfall 2. I was, I was waiting for it. Just go play Titanfall, dog. Just go play Titanfall 2. Yep, yep. You will not it's... have a better first-person shooter experience than Titanfall 2. Mm-hmm. There's a reason Call of Duty started taking everything from Titanfall after Titanfall came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every time when when every game is based off of you, you're doing something right. And after Call of Duty, we have Demon Souls. Bada boom, bada bang. Good old Demon Souls, the hardest of the Souls games, from what I hear, is back and harder than ever. <laughs> so, if you want to fight the same boss for three hours. It's here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there's, there's really not much to say on this one because it's just a remaster. So, obviously, mm. for all of y'all crazy fanatics that are, are going to go out there and purchase this game and grind away at it, I hope you're enjoying your next-gen console load times because you could maybe do a little bit more a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. You can get through that door two times as fast. And and your game looks better. Shit, so. You could reload to the spawn point after you die faster. Like that's the thing. <laughs> like think about how much time those players are saving just for how fast they can reload after they die. I think there's someone out there who spent the last I don't, I don't know when the original Demon Souls came out. Um the camera was a PlayStation 3, it was probably a lost title with the PlayStation 3, I think. I think so. Um He's been playing that same game this whole time. And so when this game's come out he hopped back in with all the new graphics and just did a flawless run. <laughs> just did a flawless run. <laughs> he said, my time has come. <laughs> this, is, this is what I've been training for. <laughs> and he grinded it out and now he's the first ever world speed run for Demon Souls Remastered. So shout out to that guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I play League of Legends, so I'm not going to say I understand what you Demon Souls players mentalities like because y'all's mental is next level and don't get me wrong shout out to y'all i love sekiro i love sekiro love that game the difference between sekiro and demon souls is the way the game plays sekiro took the weakest playstyle in the dark souls demon souls franchise and made it the only playstyle it's the very fast, very nimble hit. Though you don't hear very hard, but you can hit a lot. And um, they took that playstyle, which has always been very weak in Souls games, and they made it the entire focus of this entire game. But that's how I always wanted to play uh, Souls games anyway. That's so. That's why I love Sekiro because of the playstyle. 
Not because of the difficulty. The difficulty is just like an added bonus. But the playstyle is amazing, which is why I love Sekiro. I couldn't imagine playing Demon Souls block hit. Block hit for hours. I couldn't do that. I would much rather have the Sekiro pacing. <laughs> so that's why I love Sekiro. But that's a different topic. <laughs> and we can move on to a couple more releases that came out this week. Super Anthony, do you want to rattle off the next two for us? We got the Beyond Light expansion for Destiny 2. And even though Trials of Osiris might be might not be in it, it's still worth mentioning because it's got a lot of players back into the game. Mm-hmm. But personally, I still don't feel it brought enough players back to bring Destiny 2 to where it was when the game like first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's ever going to get to that point again. I feel like um, it's fallen into like its niche. Mm-hmm. Destiny has went from the only looter shooter to more of a niche looter shooter. It's more um, instead of being way ahead of like Division Two, it's on the same tier now. I don't. I don't know if I'd agree with that. I think it's still a tier ahead of Division Two. Mm-hmm. In like just popularity pools. Yeah, that's that's but, the only thing that matters. We're not talking about gameplay, just popularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No popularity. I think Destiny Two. Is probably still one of the more popular ones. What I sure. actually feel has happened isn't that other or even better looter shooters have came out. I feel like so many have came out and failed that people have moved away from the genre. That can get behind. I can get behind that argument a lot. I can get. I can get behind that argument. People have tried a lot of different ways to do it besides Destiny, and they haven't been satisfied. And yeah, because of that. Destiny's actually gotten the short end of the stick because mm-hmm. people just have, moving away from it. Yeah, and I'm not mm-hmm. gonna sit here and rattle off all the failures. Y'all know them. Anthem. <laughs> Sorry, something's in my throat. My bad. <laughs> my bad. That one didn't hurt me personally or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, all in all, like the Beyond Light expansion for Destiny players, from what I've seen so far, has been a good new breath of fresh air to the game which is great it's what you can ask for in an update mm-hmm. but I, but yeah like i like i previously said it's not enough to bring that game back to its former glory which i honestly kind of thought would happen really with the new well with the new class system it was like kind of something like completely different you mm-hmm. know it's like so, a total like revamp of destiny 2 mhm i feel like with all the new stuff they added they took away a decent amount of stuff also. And I feel like that's what hurt it from being full everything. And, and I also feel like Destiny's one of those games where it's really hard to start at this point. Um, but generally, most games where you can like kind of, you can start the game, get to the end game pretty quickly. With Destiny, um, you're not allowed to do the end game once you beat the story. That's base level. You know what I'm saying? Once you get to the end of the story, there's still so much you have to do before you can raid. Before you can, like, go on these, um, what are the nightfall strikes? You know, mm-hmm. before you can get into the real end game. You still have a lot of grinding to do before you can get to that point. And I feel like that's the issue with Destiny. Is I can't hit level 30 and be ready for end game content. I have to hit level 30. Oh, and think about that level up to a thousand. That's where I think Destiny is it's hard, hardest wall at. It's the floor is too high. So what I hear you saying, and correct me if I'm wrong here, uh-huh. is that basically Destiny is an MMO game hidden behind a looter shooter. 
Yes. Yep. That's exactly what I'm saying. And the only difference is, is that if they just didn't... I'm using MMO loosely here, don't attack me. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, but like, if they embrace the MMO style, let everybody have all of that content, do you mm-hmm. think more people would play Destiny? I'm not going to say that's for sure going to bring everyone in, but it would make new play- the new player experience a lot easier. And I feel like that's a huge thing. Yeah, you want to... You, accessibility is super important. And at the moment, I don't feel like Destiny isn't very accessible. It's accessible, yes, but it's not very, in terms of play, playing time, um, how many hours are you going to have to put in before you, you feel like you, you're powerful, you know? Oh, yeah, no, it's MMO hours. It's, mm-hmm. it's serious grind. Yes, you're, you're not going to sit down with the game for the week and be like, cool, I'm caught up. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're going to be sitting down for like a month and be like, I'm halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so grinding that game hard. Facts. If you're playing those twenty, those big, the big fourteen hour days on Destiny or something like that, crazy, you can get there. I but I ain't got fourteen hours. I used to. I, I used to too. I agree. I was I was nearing the level cap. You know, I was learning the light. The light cap was like seven hundred. I think it was. I was nearing mm-hmm. seven. I was like six ninety or something like that. You know, I was right there. So I was. I put hours. I put my hours into Destiny. But um, at this exact moment, it's I can't. It doesn't seem feasible for me. I have too many other things to play. I have too many other things that I have fun with, for me to devote more time to Destiny. And the crazy part is, even after all those hours that we've put in Destiny, think how far behind we are. Oh God, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> That's I crazy. I don't, don't want to think about that. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. But um, moving on from Destiny, we have Devil May Cry Special Edition just came out. Um, it's just a special edition gives you like a couple extra levels, some in-game in-game cosmetics, small stuff like that. It's not going to give you like any extra content or anything like that. But just like kind of like a reskin and upgraded version of the game. So for all of my Devil May Cry fans, you have another single-player game to run through one more time, and I know you're gonna have a blast with it because those games are so much fun. <laughs> I've never but, played the game, so I really don't have much to say on this one. Really? I've been a huge of May Cry fan for, for the entire series, actually. It's one of the few PlayStation games I actually did play a lot. Yeah, was the May Cry 1, 2, 3, 4. I've yeah. never played it. Recommend. Uh, it's, another, it's another good one for you. It's okay. very uh, it's very in-depth. It's The combos are very similar to God of War with like 100 options, but very, very good. Very good. <sighs> and then we have our big one for the week. <laughs> The game that we've been paying attention to for this week. Actually, actually, let's let's push that one off a bit. Let's talk about Yakuza for a second. Okay, okay. I feel, let's just hold off on that one. I don't want to go on the big tangents with that game to then hop into the smaller stuff again. Okay, okay. Yakuza like a dragon. Again, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you handle this one because again, another game I don't keep up with. Um, it's um basically it's basically the true crime franchise but better. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand what the game is, it's just, I don't know what the new release It's just, a, it's, um, just a remaster? Yeah, um, it's not, it's, I, don't, I don't think it's a remaster, I think it's a whole new game. Um, they, but just a continuation of the uh, Yakuza story, um, okay. same main character, same everything, just a continuation of the story. All the Yakuza fans are very happy, I'm not a huge Yakuza fan, I just kind of know where the direction of the game is heading, and from what I've heard, the game is, it's good, but it doesn't add anything to the, new to the franchise, it's another one of those things where... 
the game's been around for a very long time. There's not a whole lot of new to add, so it's more of the same, but with more story. Mm-hmm. So the people that do like Accuser do like it. Another instance of a franchise just going on too long. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And then, now we can talk about the big one. Sure. I'll let you have this one. Well, shit, now I don't know which one we talk about. You know what? Just, the just on the topic of game franchises, let's just go ahead and tackle Spider-Man. Tackle what? I'm sorry, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh Miles my god, how did I skip over this game? Miles Holy Morales, bro. It slaps. <laughs> I personally also haven't kept up with this game. Not because I'm not interested in it, because I don't want shit spoiled for me. I know the game looks amazing. I know it's probably hella fun to play. I haven't watched anything. I haven't seen anything. So just keep that in mind when you talk about the game here is that I, I'm i trying this to stay game. in the dark till I get my PS5. And so for his sake, all I want to say is this game has helped my full attention. All, not my full attention. It's helped most of my attention all week. And I when I going into the release, I was kind of like, meh on the game and then it came out and I saw it 10 out of 10 I personally think it's going to be one of the top 5 games of this year we will say why later but it is very very good (laughs) that's all I want to say for your sake I mean just going back to the franchise thing Miles Morales is the perfect example of a game taking what its predecessor did, expanding on it, and making it its own unique thing. Big facts. To where it is a continuation of Spider-Man, but it tells its own story in its own way with its own play style, still Mm -hmm. building off of what Spider-Man PS4 made. It picks up right after the Spider-Man PS4. And so that alone is what is part of the reason I don't want to be spoiled or even look at anything of this game is because I remember my experience with Spider-Man PS4 and I am beyond hyped to revisit that in an even better, more powerful console with the PlayStation Mm -hmm. 5. I truly think Miles Morales is probably going to end up with Game of the Year. The only thing I think that hinders that is the poor release of the PS5 consoles. Yes. And I think that can be overlooked because it does have a PS4 release also. But um, hold off on your thoughts there. We'll get into we'll get into that in the next section. Let's not get into that yeah. right now because we still yeah. have Godfall to talk about. Yes, sir. We have our very last game of the day, the one we have, I think I've actually been putting our hours into the game we've been putting hours into. Good old Godfall. Yeah, I just have a weird thing about playing the games I'm skeptical about for lots of hours. <laughs> because they always come out better than I expect them to be. Every time. And unlike Spider-Man, I actually watch Twitch streamers and YouTubers play the game and review it. And Honestly, I really think everybody I watched on Twitch was, was like three people and then the two or three YouTube videos I watched as well. Only released or streamed that content because either the game was given it given to them to do it or they were paid to do it 
because none of them truly seemed interested in the game and i could tell from the way they streamed that yep. this was just something they were doing they were not actually wanting to or enjoying their time with the game i can agree with that 100 percent. from everything that i saw everybody was just kind of playing it mm-hmm. and so no, what into it the streamers themselves made me hesitant about the game and not the game itself. Yes. So my reaction to the game felt lackluster. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not that's what it was. And so um looking at them play it, I felt like eh. But like looking at the gameplay, I was still like so into it. You know, the mm-hmm. gameplay still looked good to me. And so that's why we, I you know, we eventually pulled the trigger and I have loved the game. Fair. I've thoroughly enjoyed my time with it it's something i'm going to put a couple hours into hopefully when the new content comes out it, it you know continues on its upward trend and continues to improve but so far i have loved every hour that i put into it yeah i mean my biggest gripe for the game is that it's not a live service and yep i understand some people are probably extremely grateful this game's not a live service but truthfully i enjoy live service games way more than i enjoy paying for dlc Yep. Every time, I would rather get more content guaranteed than hope this next content is good like I am now. Mm-hmm. And so, with what I have right now with Godfall, I enjoy it. I appreciate mm-hmm. it for what it is. Mm-hmm. There are definitely, um, not to so say it's a flawless game, yeah. yeah. There are definitely some things I would like to see fixed within the game, but I'm excited for the DLC. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for them to fix the things in the game. I mean, yeah. The the only thing that they have that has absolutely has to be fixed is the crashing issue, and that's the only thing that absolutely has to be fixed. Other than that, I feel like the game's been running flawlessly, and I, I'm the only one who's been having crashing issues. We know I've been having crashing issues. <laughs> but, I've crashed twice playing it. Me? No, I have. Oh yeah, yeah. Which, but I ran it compared to you, who crashes every time we play it. Yeah, I, I crashed like twi- uh, I said like once every two hours. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's like like once every two hours. So, I, th- I think the biggest thing. I mean, obviously the crashes are a huge issue, but mm-hmm. the most consistent thing we run into outside of crashes is matchmaking issues. Is where we'll be in a party together. We'll queue for a map. But one of us doesn't just get going until the player who loaded up looks and realizes they're no longer in a party with no mm-hmm. notification or anything. Yeah, we're just split. And we're just like, what the fudge? <laughs> That's not cool. We, we were together, now we're not. That's lame. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But other than that, I've loved, I, in terms of gameplay and like play style and everything like that, all the weapons feel unique, which is something I was worried about at first. I was, to, um, a lot of people watching streamers play it, it felt like a lot of the weapons were lackluster. Mm-hmm. But actually playing with the weapons, they all feel very unique and very impactful. So I'm 100% confident in that. I hope they have, they have new archetypes in the future. That could be cool. But uh, I don't really see them adding any more new ones at the same time. Because that could kind of be really hard to add entirely mechanics and animations for everything, you know? Mm-hmm. That could be kind of weird. But... Um, fingers crossed you know i can hope and then and then my next question would be like well what weapons would they add you know there are lots of things like that that could thrown into the air but at its core godfall is a great game and i plan to play a lot more of absolutely and if y'all were skeptical on godfall i 
I recommend it. I definitely think mm-hmm. you should pick it up. Understand the game doesn't come without its issues. But overall, if I had to rate it on a scale of 10, I'd give it like a 7.58. Yep. I could write it there. Better than Anthem. <laughs> oh, ev- ev- was- everything's better than Anthem. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> Better than that, though. <laughs> okay, here's my question. Would you put it above Avengers or no? Now, now we have... You don't have Definitely. nearly as many hours. You don't have nearly as many hours in this game. But how do you feel? So, weirdly enough, if we just compare, like, my first experiences with both games, I would mm-hmm. rank Avengers higher. Yes. When Avengers first released... I had zero issues with the game. Mm -hmm. I didn't have performance issues. I didn't have frame drops. I didn't crash. I never got glitched on map. Like, all of the bugs people complained about they had day one, I didn't experience until we were about two, three patches in. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I started. Like, I still can't even play the game on my PC without it crashing. And I I I try. One thing I, like, do is about twice a week now I load up Avengers and see how long I can play before it crashes <laughs> how long are you play before it crashes and I don't reload it after that I'm just done for the day I just pick pick two random days I just see how long I can play before it crashes mm-hmm. and but again just facing day one release I would personally put Avengers higher than it just because the IP behind it and the fact that I never had connection issues or crashing issues day one with Avengers. Like, I experienced very little on my end, but I'm taking mm. your accounts into this yes. as well because we've played the whole That's game. That's yeah, yeah. yeah, we've played the whole game together. So taking that into account, yeah, I would put Avengers higher. But even if I took your accounts out and just rated it based off me, because, again, I played Avengers day one solo. Mm-hmm. I would still put Avengers on top, and that's just going to be because I haven't... I could play Avengers day one on higher settings than I could play Godfall. Yes. Yes. And that's, and part of that is because of the hardware behind playing Godfall on high settings. I could also take that into account. I feel like it takes a lot of hardware to play it at max settings. Yeah. And if no, you're not I, hardware. I completely agree there. And, I mean, my PC, for the most part, should be able to hit about a medium to high. Definitely not max. If there was, like, a setting between medium and high, that's where my medium PC high. would hit. But yeah. I have to play it on low because of the frame drops. Yep, the frame drops will hurt your soul. Mm-hmm. They and literally hurt it, your soul. It is a game where you get a frame drop at the bad time, you will, <laughs> you, you, you will die. You will die. You will die. I'm sorry to break it to you. And you so, go get hit. <laughs> yeah, for the safest experience, I'd definitely play it on low. Yes. And not to say the game looks bad on low settings, which is another shout out to the game that doesn't look bad on low settings. It looks really good on low settings. Mm-hmm. But to be, the fact that I'm forced to do that to make sure the game runs sucks. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Over and all, I'd say like a solid seven and a half. I recommend. Um, maybe not at full price to most people, but if you're really interested, I'd say go grab it for full price. It's a good time. It's a very good time. Also, 
I would rec I would actually recommend getting the upgraded version for the season pass if you are gonna get it because you can't buy the season pass by itself at the moment, and I think it's pretty good to have that in your back pocket just in case you really do enjoy the game. So if you are if you are willing to go get it, I would say go get the deluxe. Yeah, I mean if you yeah, he's absolutely right because you always have I want to say it's twenty four to forty eight hours to issue a refund after buying it. Mm-hmm. So with that, you'll you'll have a sense of if you enjoy the game in that time. Yes. And if you don't, refund it, get all of your money back. But if you do enjoy the game, you already have the season pass with you, and so you're good mm-hmm. to go. Yes. So I I recommend going that route instead. But I feel like with a little Godfall rev- mini review closed up here, we can put this whole gaming section behind us. Bada boom, bada bang. Move on to another gaming section. (laughs) (laughs) Another gaming section. So for this one, we actually want to give y'all our game of the year picks of what we think either A, deserves, or we just feel based off current... It's personal preference. Yeah, personal preference. where game of the year is going because the cutoff date is in five days and we will actually be getting the actual nominees in In three days yeah so we feel this is a good time for us to just give out our opinions on it Mm -hmm. Uh, i can let you lead the way with your nominees first well i mean i feel we we talked about this a little beforehand we kind of have the same list going on here But uh, at the moment, our list for the five nominees for Game of the Year are going to be, in my opinion, it it goes Spider-Man is probably going to win. Actually, I lied. I lied. Ghost is probably going to win. Ghost of Tsushima is probably going to win Game of the Year. Followed by Spider-Man. Followed by Hades. Followed by, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. We literally talked about this list so many times. Animal Crossing and Gishin Impact. I think that would be a pretty solid order of game of the year, in my opinion. Um, I think the only, my only issue with Spider-Man not being game of the year is I think Ghost had way too much power going in. going Coming into this year, Ghost was like the most anticipated game of the year already, like off grip, and it delivered 100%. It delivered and then some, you know? So that's why I think Ghost will be our game of the year for sure, with Spider-Man being a close second. And now, um, as far as Hades, go, Hades goes, that's more of a, like a personal preference pick. But Hades is another one of those games where it came out, it was kind, it was pretty hype release, and it delivered one hundred percent. It came through in more ways than one. I put probably I I, I should have pulled this up before. I have about fifty hours in Hades at the moment. Um, Super great game, so much fun, and it has endless replayability, which is the most important part for a game of the year is how many hours you can put into it. So I think Hades deserves, at bare minimum, to be a nominee for game of the year. Bare minimum. Um, and then Animal Crossing just had a massive impact, and the same thing with Genshin Impact. It just it hit, it hit the ground running at full speed. It wasn't. It wasn't one of those games where people were hyped about it and they were disappointed. It, they were hyped about it and it took off running and delivered 100. percent And I feel like that's the biggest thing. Have to have the hype and deliverage delivery for it to be game of the year. So 
that's why I think these five games should be makes the most sense, at least in my opinion, to be your five nominees. Now we will see in the next couple of days if that's what it actually is, but those are my five nominees for game of the year with Ghosts actually winning. Truthfully, I think Spider Man's gonna win. My, my list that. would go Spider Man, Ghost, Animal Crossing, Genshin, and I'm not gonna include Hades because I don't know anything about the game. That was that was your add on, which I respect. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, and the reason I think Spider Man's gonna win is because name one person who picked up a PS five and didn't pick up Spider Man. That's fair. Name all of the people who have a PlayStation console currently who mm-hmm. didn't pick it up for the PS four. Spider Man was the one thing every PS five every PlayStation gamer was waiting for. It yes. was the game to play with next gen. Yes, it and was. They hit the thousand IQ play of releasing a PS4 version as well. Mm-hmm. The, I don't think this is going to be the case, but the only way I see Spider-Man being hindered from being a, the game of the year is if they consider the PS5 and the PS4 version separately. I personally don't know how that goes. I don't see why they would do that. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's how that works. Mm-mm. But I could be wrong, and so I just want to throw that just out there. Back. Yeah. To just fair, to... I don't think there was a Game Awards when the PlayStation 3 came out. I mean, it probably was a thing, but it just wasn't nearly as popular. Yeah. So we, weren't, so we, don't, really have, we don't really have, like, a... Port- I mean, I guess you use the PS4, but we only have, like, a good frame of reference for, like, what exactly they did then. Um... That's crazy how for PS5 to PS3, that's wild. <laughs> but um, I I am very interested because I, I was expecting it to be a wash for girls because I wasn't really, you know, Spider-Man wasn't really exactly on the radar for sure. Um, but now that it's out, it's definitely the number two contender. And it's a damn strong one. It's it's so good. It's, it's one of those games where, like, once you see it and get your hands on it, you're going to be sucked into you finish it. And the only, and it kind of goes both ways here, and I actually see um, a downside to Spider-Man as well, is that people are going to binge that game, beat it, and then kind of tuck it to the side. I'm sure they'll come back to it, but it's not going to be like, I'm going to sit here and play Spider-Man for hours on end. Whereas Ghost recently got there online. Mm -hmm. Also, you did exactly so that's another huge thing for that game as well so i definitely it's definitely going to come down to which game has the highest replayability and i mean obviously that's going to go to ghost Mm -hmm. but i think the just overall drive of spider-man and the hype that game has behind it with just how big spider-man is as a character yes that's the reason I see that game taking over. Mm-hmm. And I, I can I, I see your point 100%. I see exactly where you're coming from because that makes flawless sense. Because yeah. every single person with a PS5 has that game. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. You didn't get a PS5 and not pick up Spider-Man. Yep. Yep. And not only that, you if you got the PS4 version and you get the PS5, you're getting the PS5 version. Mm-hmm. And with that, you're probably getting the remaster of Spider-Man PS4 as well. Now, you get that with the digital deluxe or the 
deluxe edition of Miles Morales. So I wonder if that would also help drive those sales up of the game. It's the fact that for a deluxe version, you're getting two versions of the game. Two games for one. Um, I don't know exactly how that works. If anything, um, that would count for a Spider-Man PS4 sales separately than PS and then Miles, in my opinion. But I don't know exactly. Yeah, because they're bundled together, so that's gonna be that would be interesting. Because mm-hmm. you physically, I want to. I'm actually not gonna say that because I'm not a hundred percent certain. Like, let's say if you digital version, right? You digitally have both games. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason for your that to count twice for Miles. You know, that should only count once for Miles. Well, and if and if it counts for Spider-Man PS4, it should count once for PS4 also. It shouldn't definitely shouldn't count twice for Miles. Well, no, what I'm saying is, is if you get the deluxe edition of Miles Morales, you also get the Spider-Man PS4 remastered. You don't have to pay for the game. You get it with the deluxe edition of Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. And so getting two games for the price of one is only increasing miles's value yes okay yes that that was my point there yes that makes sense to me that makes a lot of sense to me and so i i just see the i don't know i just see spider-man taking off especially releasing right around holiday season i just see those sales numbers going up Mm -hmm. and it's fresh in everybody's mind Mm -hmm. so there's a very strong case we can can agree that those are the two front runners by far absolutely all, all, all those other games are just there to fill the to fill the spots. Um, Which, honestly, like I don't see Genshin making top five. It's just well, eh, I think, eh. I think I, Hades I, is more of a long shot than Genshin is. I okay, I agree with you. My thing with Genshin is that it's a gotcha game at its core. Yes. It's, all okay. sales revenue around that game is based off of a. RNG simulator mm-hmm. and I don't think that's fair to make it a contender against the games where I pay $60 and I get a whole game um so I know Genshin is free to play it is yeah so if you just play Genshin do you not still get a whole game is my argument if you just play Genshin, you don't you don't technically have to participate in the gacha. Yeah, it's a part of the game, it's one of the things. But it's kinda like um the forge in Godfall, where like it's there to be used, but it can only be used once you get to a certain point. Or it's only feels necessary once you get to a certain point. You can still play the game without it. You can still play the game without it, but if you want an easier time clearing content, you're gonna have to put forth money. Yeah, that's but that's if you want the easier time. And um and Genshin just released a free-to-play character that is insanely busted. That's also a thing that's really happening. Happening again. They, they released a free-to-play character that's extremely busted and makes clearing of things a lot easier. So they do have that going for them as well. That's fair. I don't know. Like, just I just have a personal vendetta against Genshin because of the gacha aspect of the game. Yes, I I respect that. I don't, I don't enjoy gacha games. I, like, I, I do enjoy gacha games to an extent, but I don't enjoy the concept of having to hope to get the right thing. Like, just moving off of, like, the game of the year contender, because at the end of the day, you are correct. It is a full game you are getting for free. And mm-hmm. It definitely deserves a spot on there with the hype generated behind it. Mm-hmm. My problem 
with it even being on that list is what is this showing other companies is that you can release a full free game that is driven by a gotcha aspect i don't want gaming to go that route okay gaming already went down the route of you have to pay for an incomplete game to pay for to get the the updates to pay to get stuff in game (laughs) that's the route gaming's been in-game cosmetics is one thing no, no, I'm not talking about cosmetics. Let's take... Alright, I'm gonna say this is gonna suck. The Battlefront 2 release. <laughs> that was an incomplete game where you had to pay to play the game. I 100% agree with you. Look at how that game turned around and became bigger than what it was on release. Because that game... it was it, The plane went down into the ground in a ball of flame. And then every game after that did the same thing where they released a game that was incomplete and you had to pay for everything in it. Like what? Give me another one. You didn't have to, but to make to make it easier for you. So, like, let's say Call of Duty. Call of Duty didn't have battle passes before that. Yeah, but what's the battle pass give you? In-game cosmetics. It's another thing that you have to pay for in the game. You know, it's it's another microtransaction that wasn't a thing before. Yes, and, but with a battle pass, I am paying just hypothetically ten dollars. I'm not exactly yeah. sure what Call of Duty is. Is I'm yeah. getting ten dollars. I know for a fact what I am getting. Yeah, I don't know what I'm getting when I spend six hundred dollars on Genshin. True, that is my problem with the game. It is not the fact that it has microtransactions or you can buy a okay. decent game. It is a hundred percent the gotcha aspect of a video Sorry. game. The and it's the fact that Battlefront did that same thing and got shit for it. But here's a free to play game made by a Japanese company that also listed their players' phone numbers. Just to the public. <laughs> and they Popping. still get praise and nobody's saying shit about this game. That is my problem with it. Um, but my um, only answer that I have to that is that they went into it knowing it was a gotcha game. And that they went into it knowing that they might put all this extra money into it and not get anything good. That would be my own thing. I just don't want games to become gotcha games. I agree. I feel like there's no reason for me to be... I feel like the whole the loot box system can stay, but the loot boxes for in-game content that I need to play the game cannot be a thing. Like it cannot be a thing. Apex's quote-unquote loot boxes, I'm totally Perfect. fine with. I, Perfect. I could spend six hundred dollars and not know what I get. I'm but it's cosmetic. Yeah. And I know for a fact after five hundred, I'm guaranteed something. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't get that with Genshin. Exactly. There's no guarantees to it whatsoever at all. And like, if they do like a special event where you're guaranteed to get something cool, that's a special event. And even that something you get is probably random. Mm-hmm. Um. So I can see. I I understand that aspect. It's it's one of those things where like, if you're not willing to be a whale, what's the? You know, I'm not gonna say what's the point. But. It makes it a lot harder. <laughs> this makes it a lot harder. Because mm-hmm. you spend that first $10, bro, and you don't get what you want out of that first $10, which odds are you won't because the chances in that game are absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> um, You're going to be like, dang, what if I spent another 10 Right? And, that, and that's the rabbit hole. And then it's, well, I just spent $20. Let me go ahead and spend another $20. And mm. not not spend another ten, spend another twenty. Yep. And then oh well, now I spent forty dollars. Let me drop another forty. 
Yep, yep, yep. And it's a slippery slope. So, uh, I understand that. So, with that, I think we can say, for the most part, we have three solid Game of the Year nominations, right? Ghost, Spider-Man, Spider Animal Crossing. Yes. Those three are for sure going to be Game of the Year nominations. And Animal Crossing is only up there because God damn did they capitalize on the pandemic better than any other game imaginable i don't i don't know if that shit was planned or what but they released that game at the height of this when people started lockdown so everybody was like fuck it let's download animal crossing let's see what this is about and gone oh, that game blew the fuck up boy that game was huge bro i was not expecting animal crossing to be that big and oh my god that game was monstrously large mm -hmm. <laughs> i was not prepared mm -hmm. <laughs> holy yeah so those are if we have to give you three game of the years it's going to be spider-man ghost animal crossing easy picks yeah, and so one of those three is going to win. Probably Ghost of Spider-Man, in our opinion. We will find out. Um, the Gaming Awards is officially on December 10th. And I think with that, we have reached the end of the third episode of the Gaming Reassembled Podcast. As always, I am your boy Sightsee and Super Saiyan Ginger. And, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>